Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about this past week in wrestling, and it was a busy one because the WWE took over Phoenix. Too long. So we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver Phoenix. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble, which was in a baseball stadium. We're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown Live. And I believe John's also going to talk about a little NXT UK. <laughs> a, little, a little bit. A little anyway, bit. Anyway, I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there in internet land. Isn't that cool? It's that cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online. So check us out there. We are monitoring the chat and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments. and We will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. I don't know. That's all. That's all I got. I mean, you want to talk about Freddy got fingered? That's no. a good movie. No, I don't want to talk about it. Oscar's always sending me like takes when, and I'm just like trying to enjoy my life, and he just keeps mm-hmm. sending me takes. He's like, "This should be an episode." I'm like, "No." Yeah, he's currently making that take uh, somewhere uh, in the internet land, and I'm I'm just busy boosting him and being like, "Yeah, no, Freddy got fingered is great. Don't at me." Yeah, I it's. Yeah, he's he's an interesting cat. Make sure you he found t- he found the treasure. He just wants to all he wants to do is be a cool guy and draw his cartoons and and torture his dad Rip Torn. If you if you want to hear more from Oscar, uh, Takes Bakery comes out this Friday at zonecast.com. Our, our our pal from this website, Trace is on. Why don't you give us a little preview? What's what is the take? It's actually like kind of wrestling related because it's about uh, European crowds versus American crowds. So lots of does wrestling Oscar, stuff happens. Does Oscar not like European crowds? No, he loves them. He loves the singing. He loves that, how they must always sing everything at all times. You know, I'm not going to lie. I think there's some good parts. Like, I liked in that Botchamania where there is the the one thing where the guy won a match and everybody and, like, a bunch of people from the crowd came into the ring and celebrated with them so much that they broke the ring and then they all sang. Uh, they all sang to the to the ring announcer lady, we're sorry about the ring. Yeah, it's okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Wrestling fans are cool sometimes, but also a lot of times they're not cool. They were kind of cool this weekend. Eh, kinda. Like, I enjoyed the crowd on Raw uh, when Ambrose said Triple H had to go ask his father-in-law about making matches, and the crowd chanted, yes, he does. He does. It's true, he does. Yeah. I mean, like, I know that they're making fun of him, but also, where the lie, though? It's true. It was, it was a really good crowd this week. Have you been up to anything? Well, I wouldn't know because the shows that I watched did not have great crowds. And I mean, you know, the XT had a fine crowd, I guess. You know, it was mm-hmm. whatever. Um, 205, 205 certainly didn't. No, it, they moved it back to after SmackDown, so no one cares anymore. It's sad. Yeah. Um. Let's see. There's something I was going to ask you about. I don't. I can't remember it now. Damn. Anything I've been up to? Have you been? Oh yes. Uh, the have you done the thing that came out last night? What's that, Owen? Uh, Super Smash Brothers had an update. 
Oh yeah, I just did that uh like a couple hours ago actually. Did you did you get that uh, that good good plant? I did. That herb? I I have in fact played as piranha plant. Uh more importantly though, you played all-star mode, didn't you? No, I didn't. Don't don't play all-star mode. Why is that, Owen? Because I I'm hearing that if you play all-star mode right now as the piranha plant, it may corrupt your save and delete everything. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and considering how many spirits you have, don't do that. Uh, what I was going to tell you is I don't know if you know the other thing that they did in the the that update, but they unlocked the ability to get all five of the spirits of the special spirits that they put out. Oh, and mm-hmm. I have thirteen hundred and two spirits. Yeah, you got them all. I got them all. Everyone's here. Everyone is here. Uh, great. They'll, they'll add more, don't worry. Owen. Did you hear the other update about the spirit board? No. Oh, yeah, it's four player now. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I think that's a really fun thing that they added. It's it's a shame that I will never need to use it anymore. Come, come over to my place and help me. Okay. There you go. You haven't, Owen. Been, you haven't been down here in a while. Yeah, it's true. Owen. Yes, John. I've played a lot of this video game. I'm aware. And I've come to a conclusion. What's that? I think I'm going to keep playing this video game. Well, yeah, they got a new character, and then the the Persona guy's coming, and then uh, the Minecraft guy's going to come. Look, I also... Okay, for one, please don't put the Minecraft guy in. Yeah, but they're going to. For two... Look, man. I... Still got three challenges to beat on that board, so I mean, I gotta do it, and then, then I can play all star mode as Piranha Plant, and then I get to do it all over again. John, you are an agent of chaos. I just want to die. It's true. Also, you know what game is uh, coming out in a, in a few weeks that I'm pretty excited about. No, I don't. What is that? They're they're finally doing it, John. They're finally putting out Crackdown Three. Really? Yeah, dude. Are you coming sure? out in February? Yeah. Man, they're Man, doing. I completely they're... forgot about that. John, we have to do a co-op stream. We need to collect all the agility orbs. I just don't know that I care about Crackdown anymore. Like. They gotta, the problem is, like, I feel like, I just don't like the way Crackdown feels anymore. That weird way that you climb the buildings, scale the buildings and everything, like, well, you I don't, know, it, man. Well, you don't know how the, it feels in this game. They may have made it feel better. I don't, I don't. I'm just saying, like, they, what I'm getting at is, they're gonna have to make some serious changes to the way that Crackdown moves and feels for mm-hmm. me to actually want to play Crackdown again. Like, Crackdown was an incredible experience. It was a revelato- revelation, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It fucking changed the game on open world, like, fucking games. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there are games that have done it better since then. Well, I recently played Crackdown 1 again, because it's Xbox One X enhanced. And and a friend of mine had never played it, so we did a co-op run of it. It's it's good. I like the part with the cars transform. The cars tra- look, I'm not saying that Crackdown isn't 
isn't good. I'm I'm not saying that like it's it's not had it doesn't have like great fucking ideas in there. Like yeah, the transforming cards are fucking awesome. The fact that like you get these different orbs and you like literally get different powers and level up like this is fucking awesome. Like the fact that it really feels like there's a progression there is awesome. Like the way that they even handled like the the bosses and the underbosses and things like that. Like it, it sometimes doesn't feel like it really has the effect it says it's going to, but mm-hmm. it's still awesome. All that said, I think for me, it's just like literally the way that they handled the controls in crackdown and like the way that they handle, like for me in open world games, traversal is like a really big thing. It's yeah, like the is- most important thing I care about. And I feel like in crackdown, it's very stilted. Well, that's why uh, Rhythm Bastard brings up the game that you like so much. Speaking of traversal, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, Sunset Overdrive is fucking incredible. Like you can just like get around over through everything and super quickly. That game is fucking amazing. Yeah, well, I'm curious how it'll work in Crackdown Three because it's a new game and they've been working on it forever. So, and also you're Terry Crews, so. Are you Terry Crews or yes. is like Terry Crews your friend? No, you you play as Terry Crews. Okay. Because it's weird that you have a character this time, but sure. Whatever. It's Terry Crews. F- f- who cares? It's crackdowns. It's, it's gonna be I do fun. Like Terry Crews. Also, fun fact, I have Xbox Game Pass, so I don't have to pay anything extra. I'm just gonna play it. Alright then. By the way, Game Pass is really good. I'm I'm very much enjoying it. Yeah, I just you know the thing is, it's like, I still I still want to buy my games. I still like owning... I still... You know me, I still buy discs. Yeah, I don't understand that, but I've... I like I like having a thing. You can't take the thing away from me. Yeah, but... Thi- the-, the thing is mine. I can do whatever I want with it. I can put it on my shelf and look at it. I can put it away and be like, yeah, it's there. Yeah, but, you know, the world's going to end anyway, so I may as well just have it quicker. Did yeah, you, but... Give me my stuff. I mean, but hey, that's why I play Switch, and you can have, like, a carrying case that holds, like, ten cards very easily. Yeah, or I can just have a big memory card and have all my games. Yeah, I do that, too. Yeah, I do that, too, for the games that you can't buy. Yeah, fair. But yeah, I've you know, with Game Pass, I've played that. I've played Forza, which I bought the Ultimate DLC for because I'm an idiot. And then I have played Sea of Thieves, which is also fun. That is a video game, I hear. Yeah, you're a pirate. And uh, then you don't do anything else. I, I mean, I do co-op streams with uh, with some friends over on Mixer, so it's fun there. It's like that. It's like that classic uh, children's story: the pirates that don't do anything. No, but we did do something because we found another group that were like actually playing the game properly, and we uh, went and stole their ship and crashed into a bunch of rocks. Because why not? We, we, I mean, they left it unattended, and we're pirates. So we stole all their stuff and then crashed their ship. It's their fault. Oh, and I don't care about this video game. But you know what I do care about, sort of, maybe a little bit? I don't bit? believe you. I don't believe you with this transition. God damn it. Hey, John, you want to talk? It's you over. Wa- you want to talk about wrestling news? No. Well, too bad. We're doing wrestling news. Hey, John. 
You tell me that you don't believe me when I'm all excited and caring, and then you're now like, oh, man, no, now you have to care and talk about things. Yeah, sure, whatever, man. Totally not manipulative. We're going to start off with good news just for you, because I know you love this wrestler a whole bunch. Okay, let's do it. You like Dean Ambrose? Yeah, I like him. I mean, he hasn't been great lately. Well, good, because he's not going to be great anymore, because he's leaving. He sure is. So here's the crazy stuff about this Dean Ambrose news. Yeah, let's let's t- let's get into this because this is going this is going places. Yeah. So uh, what happens is someone messaged me on my Discord Monday night and said, "What is the deal with this Ambrose news that he's like not resigning with WWE?" Because something broke on Monday night after Raw. So. I went, I talked to some people, and what I got back was, yeah, over the weekend, Ambrose was offered a five-year extension on his contract for over seven figures a year, which is a lot of money. And he said, nah, I'm good. I'm not resigning. And then... I'm out. And then, the, all of a sudden, after I reported this to to the people... Uh, ESPN sent me a notification saying, yeah, Dean Ambrose isn't signing with WWE anymore. And then the WWE posted something on their website about it. And that's fucking crazy. They power worded him. Yeah. So that's uh, how serious it is. They pulled out the power word. Yeah. And some people have been saying, Hey, is this a work? Cause WWE is reporting on it. I mean, uh, and apparently like according to our, our good idiot friend, uh, Wrestle knowledge god Meltzer. Um, apparently, like certain people backstage are also like, "Is this a work?" So here's what I know of the situation. So I mentioned that before the WWE reported, I got the information about the contract and the numbers. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I got that information leads me to believe that this is very real. Because yeah. I, w- I wouldn't have gotten that stuff if it was not real, and I trust my sources. And yeah. also, another thing about this is that some people may say, oh, Dean had this weird speech on Monday that got interrupted. That's foreshadowing. No, because the 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 creative team did not know about this until the news broke on Monday night. <laughs> yep. And they went, they looked online, went, wait, what? Like, we had, they had plans lined up for him, you know, heading into fast lane and even going into WrestleMania. And now, now what? Yeah, like, they did not know this. Like, apparently, yeah, for all the people being like, oh, they wrote him, they wrote him to get buried by Naya. Like, if they did that, the people that were writing it didn't know. They sure didn't. That's crazy. And if, so if they if that was the whole plan, then I'm I feel like the people writing it probably feel a little pissed off and swindled right now. Like they they should continue with this. This should be his send off. But yeah, just fuck it. Like you got him for you, now. You know you have him for like two more months. Just fucking use what you can out of him. And also, you never know. Like in two months, a lot can happen. Mm-hmm. He could have a change of heart. They could renegotiate the deal. Something yeah. outside of the WWE that he was banking on may not happen the way he wanted. 
So, because here's the thing, I'm Dean Ambrose even banking on anything. Dean Ambrose loves to wrestle. Like if you watched his uh, his chronicle on uh, the WWE Network, like he like goes into detail, like very candidly about how like the only time like really feels comfortable is when he's wrestling in the ring, like. Doing any like exercises outside the ring just doesn't cut it for him. He needs to be in the ring. So he loves he loves to be in the ring, just apparently not WWE's ring. Seems like WWE's ring doesn't let him do what he wants. Nope, because also in that video you can see him being frustrated with the whole thing. So, yeah, I think Renee's gonna stay though. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't she? Like, she has a really good gig going. I just hope that they don't, you know, pull some bullshit on her. Yeah, I'd like to hope not. But I'd also like to think not, because, you know, she's a big part of their... I mean, look, let's be let's be fucking cynical about it. Like, she's a big part of their push of, no, we, we actually respect women and, like, care about them as more than just sex objects, totally. Yeah. This is not, a, this is not our shield, I swear. Yeah, then they also have uh, Corey Graves talk down to her. So. Yeah, because it's still Vince and he can't help himself and he's fucking barking in everybody's ear to get, like, pardon me, the shit that he wants. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's still WWE, bird's gonna fly, fish gonna swim. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, I don't think that they will punish Renee over anything that happens with Dean, if, again, just for the cynical fact of Renee is a big part of their uh, no-we-actually-take-women-seriously-and-respect-them-push, and I don't think they're going to fuck that up. I, ho- I hope not. So, uh, good luck to Dean Ambrose. I'm curious to see where the booking goes with him moving forward. If anything, if just again, just to be as cynical as possible about it, I feel like there is one specific person in that company that will not let them fuck that up. And I'm pretty sure they will do that job. Self-serving as it may be. And who's that? Stephanie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dean Ambrose isn't the only one that is having issues with WWE and their employment there. No, in fact, uh, Dean Ambrose is just, you know, as we know, he'll be gone after WrestleMania. This one seems like he's just straight up gone now. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, this this didn't take long to get confirmation on. Because nope. it, it happened, like, right after 205 Live, reports went around that Hideo asked for his release. Hideo Tommy, you know, Kenta, as he's now going by again. Kenta asked- Kobayashi. He asked for his his uh, his uh, release, and he was granted it. He sure was. So, welp. Well, that was a bad run for him. Yeah, but you know you can't really blame WWE on it because you know all those injuries that set him back because they, they had plans for him. Just he just kept getting sidelined. Yeah, it's it's really sad and unfortunate to think about like everything that happened with with Kenta. Like mm-hmm. he I mean, for God's sakes, like think about how different things would be if like he didn't get injured. Like he was going to win a beast in the East. He was going to be an NXT champion. Yeah. He got and then he got attacked in that parking lot. We never found out who it was. We never found out who it was. Did he attack himself? 
Yes, he he time traveled. Actually, no, it was Kushida. Kushida time traveled. Fuck. He's the time. It all makes sense now. Oh, by the way, he had his uh, farewell match the other day. He had his hit farewell match, uh, yeah, uh, on the same day as uh, serve uh, of the fucking Royal Rumble, right? I thought it was on Tuesday. Oh, right, you're right, it was on Tuesday, because that, that was the whole thing, it was the same day as uh, Hideo's last match. Yep, the all switcheroo. Weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Kushida, though. He's He's talented. I hope he gets to do the Back to the Future thing still. Yeah, no, I fucking love Kushida, he's great. Yes. He's his, the best. His entrance at Wrestle Kingdom, though. No. No. <laughs> so good. No. That fucking mask was so good. No, no, I hated it. Oh, come on. Taguchi being Doc Brown was amazing. No, Taguchi being Doc Brown was amazing. The child made me really upset. Uh, it was. I don't know. The commentary during it was really good. I didn't hear the commentary. He blew up that kid! That's pretty good, but also I, I it's uh, Yo, the Gucci blew up that kid. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. New Japan's good. I'm just sad that AEW's fucking all that up. But it's for the greater good. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because now wrestling the, the landscape of wrestling is all kinds of fucked. But that's a good thing, because it's been stagnant for far too long. Yeah, let's make it fucking... Let's let's blow the whole thing up. Yeah, let's let's make WWE get motivated. <clears throat> let's just burn the entire thing down and start over. Oh, Seth Rollins? Yeah, basically. Nice. You might have heard of him. He's gonna he's gonna beat the the Borka man. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Come on. The Triple Hunter seems to think so. Yeah, he he thinks a lot of things. Yeah, he sure does. He thought Kenta was going to be a real big star. Yeah, and then Kenta's like, nah, actually, I'm going to just die. Yeah, they should have. I know that it's fucking WWE and it's their whole thing of if someone gets injured, they're like, yeah, we're not going to trust you anymore. But, like, they... Kenta could still go like fucking watching all the like the last Hideo matches, basically the last three Hideo matches lately. Mm-hmm. Like he was good in them. Like he, I thought he was he looked good. Like yeah, he's put on some fucking weight. Like he's fucking like I'm not gonna say he's trying as hard as he used to, but like dude can still go. He was doing some interesting stuff, and in, especially even in that last match. Mm-hmm. So it's like what the. F- what the fuck are they doing with him? I don't know. Well, they're not doing anything now. Yeah, clearly. So, John, this next news story. Is... So, what do you think is what do you think his next move is? Oh. Like, does he go back to Noah? Yeah. Or, or actually, I I can see him going to AEW because uh, if you did you not see uh, I think it was Scott Dawson's tweet. Replying to uh, his uh, thank you tweet that he put out. I did not see it. I did see Drake Mavericks, though. Yeah, everyone wrote back thank you back to him, but uh, Scott No, Dawson's... Drake Maverick wrote, I respect at Hideo Tommy. Yeah. That uh, one was very good. It was very good. Now, hold on. I'm trying to... 
pull this up because I posted it somewhere. There it is. If Scott Dawson tweeted, you know, include a picture of Hideo asleep on a plane, by the way, which is very good. But Scott Dawson's reply was, Hideo Tommy, go to sleep now. I will always respect you. See you soon. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say that doesn't actually mean anything. I think it's it, it means something. I think Scott Dawson wants it to mean something, but WWE will not let them leave. More likely. But yeah, I can see. He, he, I'm going to say either Noah or AEW is where he's going. You don't think there's a possibility that he could, uh, you know, do some time in the New Japan light heavyweights? I don't think so. I think he is. If he goes to Japan, he has too many ties to Noah that he wa- he would want to go there. And I hear that Noah is like they were they were fucking bad for years, but like I hear that they're back on an upswing now. Now that they have like new ownership or something. Yep. Indeed. Yeah, I don't really understand. What is Noah? It's another wrestling promotion. Like, what is what is the difference between them and New Japan? New Japan is. Like a bigger one and more globally focused at the moment, whereas Noah is still very much for Japan, for just Japan. But they're like no difference in style or something, like no difference in like how they book things or whatever. I'm I'm not entirely sure. I'm not as familiar with Noah, so I'm I'm, I'm not entirely sure. One more question. Yeah. What? What's the deal with all Japan? They're weird. They're, Do they even still exist? I don't even hear anyone talk about them I, ever. I think they kind of exist, but they're badly managed that they might not exist. I don't know. All I know is that, like, I I have the the Sega uh, All Japan games that they made for Dreamcast, and those are pretty cool. They have Vader in them. Vader is pretty cool. I have some other wrestling game that has Johnny Ace in it. That's weird. Fuck that guy. He'll never amount to anything. Yeah, uh, Old Japan still exists. Well, that's good to know. Yep. Even if you're ignoring my trying to rile you up with talking vective about John Laurinaitis. No, I'm trying, trying to ignore that. Thank you. I don't have the Fuck energy. Fuck Johnny anymore. Ace. Fuck people power. Fuck you. People power there we will go. live forever. There we go. All right. What's the next news story, Owen? Uh, you, sh- you This is a bureau alley, so why don't you talk about it? Well, uh, maybe you should tell me what it is, because I have the notes up. You wrote it. It's the MLW and the Impact. Oh, deal. yeah, right. Okay, cool. Thanks. That's all I need was a reminder. Hey, so uh, what do you think about uh, the MLW, Owen? It's the thing that you really like, that it's going to die soon. Maybe not. We'll talk about that in a sec, though. Uh, what do you think about the impact? Fuck them. <laughs> no? Okay, you're not bad luck, Vale. What's going on here? Fuck that owl. Okay, fair. Um, yeah, so, uh, once upon a time, there was a show booked on, uh, I think, April 4th? Yep, You know, sure a, a WrestleMania weekend show uh, for MLW. But also for impact. Oh, I'm I'm very familiar with the situation. 
Yeah. So basically, um, Pentagon Dark is really Pentagon Junior is really stupid and triple booked himself for three shows that night. He sure did, and he uh, uh, he's not the only one. A few other people double booked themselves. Yep. Uh, those shows being MLW, uh, Impact, and a third one that I'm not remembering, but who cares? Yeah, it's not important. Yeah, it, it's like it, it might be Rev Pro. It might be. I, I'm all I remember is that uh, the locations between the Impact one and the uh, MLW one are quite far apart. Yeah, uh, Impact is in... Where is Impact? It's in Manhattan or something? It's in New York. Yeah, I, I well, I'm asking specifically where, because I know that uh, that MLW is in uh, in Queens at the Melrose Ballroom. Oh, oh wait, no. Then uh, oh, Impact is in uh, New Jersey. Oh, right. You're right. It is in New Jersey. Yes. Yeah, whereas... Uh, MLW is happening in uh, Melrose Ballroom, mm-hmm. where they typically do their MLW shows, and also uh, where Impact was running their last few shows. Uh-huh. So, whoopsies, they're probably not super happy that they couldn't get that. Well, you know, whoever booked... It's, it's a busy weekend, you know? News but hey, news. in conclusion, they've come to an understanding... They're going to work together to make sure that everybody that's, you know, because, hey, here's the thing. They share a lot of talent. Fucking Lucha Brothers work both shows. Uh, Sam Callahan works both shows. Like, they share a bunch of talent. So they're going to work together to make sure that everybody can work all the shows. Uh, Basically, what this means is that Impact is going later. Yeah. (laughs) The end. The end. That's about right. it's not even, it's less, a, honestly, it's less a partnership than Impact. It's just like, oh, I guess we can just push our show back. It's not like anyone cares. Rip. Tell me I'm wrong. No, fuck Impact. They, uh, even though it's MLW, still, fuck them. Look, man, MLW might actually live, it turns out. Sorry, I was waiting for you to like make have a reaction there. Uh, th- they have a sponsor. What? Yeah. What? GoDaddy. Oh God. Yeah, I know the people that make the the bad commercials. Yes. It's it's unfortunate. And but run by yeah, the bad people. I don't know anything about the people that run GoDaddy. They're, Are they bad? The commercials should tell you that they're bad people. Yeah, okay, fair. I, I don't know why I even asked that. Yeah, I, anyway, I used, I used to use GoDaddy, and then I heard about the people who run it, and I'm like, nah, I'm going to go elsewhere. Thanks. Yeah, I've always just used names, so I don't know. But, all right, anyway, that's a weird discussion topic. <coughs> the point is, GoDaddy's sponsoring MLW. They're going to have their branding on the ring apron, or ring mat. I they, don't know. They couldn't get Ico Pro. They didn't want it enough. <laughs> By the way, I was watching uh, the first episode of the new season of Edge and Christian show, and they do this huge Ico Pro commercial, and it's amazing. Oh, God. It's just them yelling and, and just random beat roll of muscles. It's It's really good. Oh, God. It's really good. Speaking of good things. What? You want to let's talk about the next news story, which that's, is that's not a good thing. 
Wait, sorry, this is terrible. What? Oh, God. Yeah, Ember Moon got fucked up at the Rumble. Yeah. She's going to need, like, elbow surgery. Yeah. That's, she's going to be out for a bit. Man. That sucks. She, Why is she... Well, she was in the Rumble a long-ass time, too. Yep. And, uh... Just just for people out there that are trying to troll Alexa Bliss, it wasn't it wasn't the thing she did. Because, number one, it hit her ribs. And two, f- fuck you. Stop bullying people on the internet. What, what are they saying happened? Did they saying that he broke her elbow during the... The double knees to the, the ribs. double knees? Yeah, people are like trying to say, oh, Alexa injured her. It's like, no, her arm wasn't anywhere near there. And it... Just shut the fuck up, people. Yeah, what happened? Did she, like... I, I thought I read something like she might have hit herself on the ring post or something. Like, I, I, I don't know exactly, but that's likely the situation. But it was not that one spot. Even, I know that e- we're not Even Ember's like, of- no, it wasn't. <clears throat> I know we're not at that point of the show yet, but can I just say, that spot was fucking awesome. Which one? The fucking uh, double knees. Yeah. That they- shit was so cool. It actually hit too, which is yeah. fucked up. Yeah, like and from a fucking like four fifty, Jesus, a standing four fifty. What the fuck? Alexa Bliss is cool. She's always been cool. I know. Good. Thank you for respecting Alexa Bliss. Finally, never didn't respect her. I just didn't said like that her. she was. A, I always said that she was a very good actress lady and not a great wrestle lady. Well, there you go. She did wrestle moves. She's she's getting to be a better wrestle lady. It's true. Indeed. This is the best I've ever seen her as a wrestle lady. Well, good. As a character, though, no, she's always been amazing. She had the Freddy Krueger gloves. Yeah. She, she hung out with Buddy Murphy. Oh, yeah, hang out. Yeah. Yeah, I like I liked Alexa Bliss. She's cool. Uh, I got more news if you want it. Sure. Um... During, uh, so you watched NXT TakeOver Phoenix, right? Yes. And your your boy Velveteen Dream was missing, aside from, you know, arriving backstage and being in the crowd. He hung out with his cool red shirt and hat and his friends. Yes, friends. That's that's the word. Uh, yeah, after the whole <laughs> ending with, uh, with Gargano and Chop on the stage, Velveteen Dream came over and was like, uh, fuck you. I mean, remember, Owen, this is such a big event that they literally fucking showed it on on the Royal Rumble. Yes. Hearing Michael Cole talk about the Velveteen Dream and Johnny Gargano was real fucking weird. Sure was. I don't like it. But yeah, they Velveteen Dream showed up, and Ricochet showed up, and Alistair Black came back from the ring, and... Who else was out there? Uh, Adam Cole Bebe. Adam Cole Bebe was there. And uh, they fought on the stage and fought into the gorilla position area, which was oddly empty. And, uh, yeah, they Triple H set up a match, a six-man tag match, that is going to happen, as announced by Shawn Michaels on the, the Rumble kickoff show, on Sunday, this Sunday... During halftime of the big game. The big game! Why can't they call it the Super Bowl? I don't know, but we can, because I've... My team is the defending champions right now, so, yeah. 
Well, not defending uh, anymore, but we're the current champions. Yeah, I was going to say, are they even in the Super Bowl? No, or else I wouldn't be here. I would be in Atlanta. But yeah. They, they, Guess what, Owen? What? America's team. Shut up. You can't, you can't, you can't do that to me. America's team. America's Are they even in the Super Bowl? No, they got eliminated right before the Eagles did, so fuck them. Oh, so they did a typical Cowboys. Uh, yeah, obviously. They're, they're I don't bad. even like this sport, and I know that. They fucking suck. It's, it's true. We had a good shout. Uh, if you don't know, at the NFL draft uh, this year, or I guess technically now it's last year, which was held in Dallas, our former kicker made our draft pick and ranted about how bad the Cowboys are. And it was the best because we were the current champions at the time. And he said to that, to that crowd, the last time the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl, the people that are being drafted tonight weren't even born yet. Fuck them. Got them. Fuck them. And that was our kicker doing that, so fuck them. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be a halftime of the big game. Halftime heat is back, baby. Kind of weird to go from Rocket Mankind to a bunch of people that a lot of people haven't heard of. Well, it's because the people... it's People who are going to tune into the network are going to want to see these people wrestle. True, but, I mean, also, remember, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be on Facebook, it's going to be on YouTube, it's going to be... Yeah, but... the, the people dot com, who, it's going to be anywhere you can watch a fucking streaming video, basically. Yeah, but the people who are going to go from watching the big game to going to their computer to watch a wrestling thing are people who know who NXT is. And, yeah, if, and if not, they're just curious about it. These are the most talented wrestlers that they have in the company, period. So it's going to be great. True. Hey, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. It's going to be fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. And I, also, I, it's live. And hey, this is the people I want to see. And that is also cool that it's going to be live. Like, how are they going to do that, though? Is it going to be an empty arena match? It's what I'm hearing. And they haven't announced where it's going to be, but I heard it's going to be at the Performance Center. Oh, I heard I heard. uh yeah, I, I heard Orlando, so then I, I guess I just assumed it would be full sale live, but huh. But I'm curious if they're going to have a crowd in there, or if it's cause they're just going to empty the place out. I assume they're going to have people there watching. I'm just saying, do it a full sale live. They, they can't book it out just for one match. Do like a... Well, they might. Again, I, I've, I've only heard... The performance center, it hasn't been confirmed, so who knows? Yeah, do, why not just do it like a fucking house show then? Do a house show where you show like one live match. Because they wanted to, you know, have a nice lighting and, you know, production and stuff, and doing it at, at, at these gymnasiums in Florida won't cut it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do it that you do it a, a house show at full sale. Yeah, they don't want to put together a whole show because they had the tapings this week too, so. I don't know. It, it might be a full sale. It might be at the performance center. That's why, that's why you do a house show, but you have the thing. thing yeah, they tape the thing. But the problem is that everyone else is touring. The NXT is touring around. So. You're touring. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. We'll find out. We'll find out this weekend. Maybe they'll announce it. Maybe we'll just find out on Sunday what it is. 
Either way, it's better than the halftime show that the, that the NFL is doing. Yes. Like I, I don't even. It's hate also Gruden better five. than the 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 game that the NFL is doing, but you know. Yeah, I don't care about the game either, but. Yeah. I don't like Maroon Five. There's a really good bit coming up on uh, on the Taste Bakery that uh, we do weird time travel stuff where Oscar brings up the big game, and I'm like. Yes, that game has passed, and also one of these two teams won. Clearly, we know what it is because this is this is happening after the game. O- Oscar's a bad person. He, he's 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 worse at, at figuring out the time uh, the timeline than you are. Hey, I figured out the timeline. I'm just too lazy to tell pe- everybody else what it is. I'm I'm still confused. Well, I I know it. I can t- I can explain this entire thing to you if you want. No, t- just put out the thing that put out your thingy, and then we'll fix it. Let's. I'll, I'll pull out my thing. No, Twitch will ban us. Am I telling you about NXT Takeover Phoenix, which was a show that happened what? on Saturday? There was a lot of wrestling this weekend, Owen. It's true. And the first bit was. Well, I guess the first bit was MLW, but I'm not going to talk about that. What? I said the first bit was MLW, but I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. I mean, unless you want to hear about L.A. Park. No. He's my skeleton dad. No, but I, I do see in the notes that you wrote that NXT TakeOver Phoenix was a bad show. NXT TakeOver Phoenix was a bad show. No. If what? you hate good shows... What? Oh, I got swerved. I burned ya. God, man. I burned ya. You threw me off, John. I was like... Although I will I, although I will say that I, I was a little bit bummed out by the first two matches. Well, I mean, the second match, I... Actually, no, you know what? I think the first two matches were good. Let's talk about them. I just... I just don't really like the War Raiders. Did you not see that entrance? Yeah, their entrance is really cool. And I saw that entrance and I was like, oh, God damn it. They're going to win. Yeah, man, they're going to win. I think it's really cool that and I didn't notice it at the time that one of the one of their Vikings was Sarah Logan. Yep. Sure. That's was. great. That's really sweet. She didn't she didn't even need to get an extra costume. She just w- wore that anyway. Yeah. But John, you understand why it's a good thing that the Undisputed Era lost the belts, right? No. Because they're not long for this world. And by this world, I mean NXT. No. Mania's coming, man. No. The show's after Mania. They gotta, they're going to be called up. No, don't call them up. Let them stay. I, I know you want that, but they, they have, sometimes you have to let them go. No, it's gonna be bad for them. Oh, goddamn right, it's gonna be bad for them. God damn it! No, let them just leave them alone. They're gonna go hang Don't out. Fuck with, this up for me. They're gonna hang out with Saturday. <laughs> with Saturday and, and Saturday's doing fuck all because who knows where I'm they are. I'm aware that Saturday's doing nothing. Uh, man, they even had the Good Brothers on SmackDown this <clears> week, <throat> and they didn't have Saturday. What the hell? Just remember sanity. 
Put Nikki Cross on SmackDown and then make sanity relevant again. Nikki Cross has a shirt now. That's fine. Her shirt has nothing to do with sanity. Her her ring gear still has a sanity thing on it. Owen. What? They're not putting her with sanity. I really hope they would. It'd be great. I know. They should. They're not putting her with sanity. Uh, I hate it too. I hate what they're doing to Sanity, and I don't even like Sanity. But I like the Undisputed Era is going to, you know, get to do big things soon. I don't. I'm cool, baby. Let them let them have all the NXT belts and rule me forever. That's fine. But what? Hear me out. What if they become the new Shield? Sure worked out for the old Shield. How about they do? They become the new Shield, except that they don't get leukemia or misused for years and made to do hot dog cart tricks. I don't know who you're talking about. You don't remember that? No, I'm I, I, no, sarcastic. No, I'm being sarcastic. Okay, because that guy's leaving. I was about to say, "Oh man, come on, that, don't that, do this to me, John." That guy's leaving. It's fine. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> But yes, uh, the War Raiders won. They are the new NFC tag title. The tag this, match, this match was good. Like, yeah, fucking Undisputed Era. They put on a fun match. War Raiders. Eh, it's just, I don't know. I don't. Oh, come on. Get... Those cartwheels is freaking awesome. They're okay. Uh, they're, it was impressive. Him doing the cartwheel to get out of the move. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they're. It's impressive how they can move for for being such big guys. It's just something about the way they wrestle just doesn't connect with me. I, I don't know how else to put it. That's fair. I I think that they just need more time to develop characters, and then we'll be fine. Yeah. They should- and I guess I just worry that they're they're too much gimmick, not enough character. Oh, you mean like AOP? Yeah. Except AOP made it work because they had a fucking mouthpiece. Sarah, then, Sarah Logan should come and be with them. Sure. I mean, she can't talk, but at least it's something. <laughs> at least she can talk more than, you know, uh, Marina Shafir and uh other person. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Man, it's so bad. Uh it's so bad. And then so, yeah. that other match happened. Yeah, I, I thought this was fine, even though I don't like Cassius Ono. So it was Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. It was it was the best of their three matches, I'll say. I don't know why you texted me during this match saying that you thought Matt Riddle was heel. He just he went ballistic on him and just like yeah, dude, he he he's a super bro. He just went hyperbro on him and just like kept, I don't know, punching someone in the head over and over, in the back of the head over and over again when they clearly can't defend themselves. That feels like a pretty heel move to me. I'm just saying. That sounds like a way to win a match because the other guy's being a dick and attacking you all this time. You know how you, you know how you get someone off their game? You punch him in the damn face. It wasn't the face. It was the back of the head. Well, you also punch him in the face, then continue with the back of the head. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, he won by submission because Kajizono got knocked out. The knockout artist got knocked out. It was awesome. 
I was way into it. I actually liked super angry, feisty Matt Riddle, so... Yeah. And fuck, fuck Hashizona, though. Yeah. What are they even doing with him? He's just a he's a jobber to the stars. But you you can't keep. They're gonna they're gonna do the Dolph Ziggler thing of like he jobs so much that he loses all credibility and is like I don't care. He's just gonna fucking lose. I mean, they even brought up his record of takeover, so. That's his new that's his new gimmick. He always loses a takeover. Cool, he's Kurt Hawkins. No, he's Tyler Breeze. No, because I don't like Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze never won a takeover. I know he didn't. Never. I know he didn't. He never won a takeover. I'm fully aware. Yeah, we still loved him. We just don't care about Cassisona, that's the thing. They didn't even let him beat Jushin Thunder Liger. To be fair, no one should beat Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, but I mean, look, man, Liger's only in one match. Liger's fucking awesome. I'm not saying that he's not awesome. I mean, for fuck's sake, man, come on. I was at that pay-per-view. I know, I was there too. I'm aware. It was good. Uh, The next match was the NXT North American Championship. Ricochet defending against Johnny Gargano. Speaking of good matches. Johnny Takeover. Johnny fucking Dark Phoenix. Yeah, he had that evil smiley face on his Tron now. It's cool. I like it. The crowd was still behind him, and he's like, no, don't. I'm a bad guy. He's like, oh, you're, you're behind me? Well, check this out. What if I become that fucking guy? Oh, you said, oh, you're with that guy now? Alright. <laughs> Check this out. And then he rips off the fucking mat and exposes the concrete and fucking brain busters him in the fucking floor. Yeah, dude, that looks that looked like it legitimately hurt both of them. Yeah! Because that's the actual floor. Johnny Gargano turned it into fucking Tommaso Ciampa. He's become so evil that he's literally becoming his greatest enemy to fucking win things. Yeah, because guess what? It's working. This story is fucking amazing. He went full evil and he won. How is this? How how is this fucking storyline so goddamn good? Because like, NXT is. How does good. it keep getting fucking better? NXT is good, and also now we have evil DIY. But hopefully not. No, I mean, they're not tagging, but they're together. Yeah. Candace is not about that, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I'm curious to see how they handle that. But yeah, Ricochet lost. Johnny Gargano is the North American champion after getting fucked on that floor. Yeah, hard not to, to lose when you get brained on the fucking floor. Yeah, that looked, that looked rough. Oof. Like, like I had, like... A pain shoot up my spine when they hit that floor. Yeah. Yikes. I was just like, ah! Good stuff. And Johnny won. Johnny won? I I was wrong with my prediction of Ciampa getting involved. But you know what? Ciampa did get involved. Spiritually. He channeled him. 
So I'll, I'll take that as a half uh, half point for me. Uh, yeah. Did you did you expect this match between Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair? Um, I mean, what do you de- define expect? No longer undefeated. Yeah, I totally said she was going to lose. Oh, but she's so good. We we talked about this last week. Like, I, yeah, she's great and it's awesome. No, she's going to be your first loss. Yeah, but she pretty and it's mu- going to be also at the hands of the the other two chuckle fucks that are really bad. Yeah, they they kind of interfere, but not en- enough that I feel like it was still Shayna. No, it was it was definitely like Shayna. It, it, I think they told a really good story of just like you know. Like that they have uh they have Bianca in that position where it's like she's really good, she's really talented, but like there's something there where she's not quite clicking yet and she's not like the care the person she needs to be. Like, yeah, she's got like this confidence and this air of just like, you know, I'm undefeated, I'm really good. But it feels like a a work, you know? It feels like something she's having to put on instead of actually believing it. Like it reminds me a little bit of like classic Sasha Banks, you know? Yeah, when she was first becoming the boss, but not, but like didn't really like evolve into I'm fucking NXT champion, the boss riding out and fucking like people carrying me to the ring from a Cadillac. Yeah, that transformation completed at uh, Takeover Rival. Mm-hmm. When she won in the four way, and then it and then it came full circle at Takeover Brooklyn. Indeed. But yeah, I just don't. I, the thing is, I don't feel like she's gonna, you know, learn really learn from this match, Bianca. Well, I, I guess what do you mean by that? Her character's not gonna learn, or yeah, like she's she's, she's gonna, gonna still think she's hot shit. Hmm. I think she's gonna think that the only reason Shanna won is because of the interference, even though that's not true. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm curious, like, will she eat a slice of humble pie, or is she still just going to be, you know, super confident? I would like it to be that she goes on a losing streak now. They did a post-match interview with her uh, that they aired on the on the next this week, but I I couldn't tell you what 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 she said. Why? Because you just mumbled. Because I didn't see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering. I was wondering what you where were getting there. Yeah, Shannon Baszler made Bianca Belair tap out. Uh, not tap out, pass out. So yep, rip. And she did a good job of fighting out of it, and it was really exciting. I was like, oh man, she's gonna get out, and then no, she just she made her pass out. It's still pretty cool when she, when Shayna does that. Shannon Baszler continues to be the best uh, women's wrestler in NXT. Shayna's really fucking good. Yeah, I'm I'm just still so amazed from where she started. It's Yo, like, fuck a Ronda Rousey, and I even say that as someone that will begrudgingly admit, yeah, her match on Sunday was real good, but regardless, fuck a Ronda Rousey, no one has picked it up as quickly as fucking Shayna. Like, they, I will fully admit, like, you know what? As much as we took a grieve, had grieve, our grievances with the fact that like they strapped a fucking rocket on her before she was ready. You know what? I'm I'm willing to say it. They were fucking right. Yeah, I mean she grew into the role. Mm-hmm. 
they saw something that they saw something that we didn't. And you know what? Yeah, we had to get Kyrie saying kind of fucked up to get there. Mm-hmm. But you know what? All things considered, I think it was worth it. I actually think they lucked into it. I think they stra- they just saw the name and strapped the rocket, and it was Shannon who picked up all the slack and made it work. Yeah, potentially. That's the way I feel, though. Eh, potentially, I don't know. The point is, regardless, like regardless if it was just they picked the name and and Shayna proved that she fucking deserved it, or if they actually did see something in Shayna and like she proved him right. Like regardless of what it is, she's fucking great. Yeah, for sure. Um, main events. And the main event, uh, continuing in a long tradition of uh, NXT main events being really good, but not the best thing on the card. Nope, sure wasn't. I mean, that's uh, that's not true. The main the main events have been the best match of the show. If you t- whenever it was Gargano and uh, Ciampa. Yeah, but there is also a long string of, say, for example, uh. Bobby Roode main events. Oh, yeah, but th- that and was a while ago. I'm going to throw it out there. Nakamura main events. Yeah, but since Ciampa's been champion. Yeah. It's been the best match. But this time... Or... No. We own us Alistair main events. Yeah, but but the, I, I before we get into this, I think the best match of the night was the... Drew uh, main events. No, I don't want to talk about it. Look, I'm just saying, NXT main events hey, have been hey, hey, hey. consistently not the best part of the show for a while. No, Andrade main events. Yeah, Andrade main events are real good. Chopper main events. Because one of them was a Johnny main event. Potato champs. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy indeed. But, uh, yeah. The I fuck that guy fought Alistair. I was saying, I think my match... In that was a mostly clean fight. I don't know. As I said before that, I think my match tonight is uh, Gargano-Ricochet. Oh, 100%. Like, it's not even a contest. It was fucking Gargano-Ricochet. They stole the show. Yes. But this was a like, good match. Put... Fucking make Ricochet fight Ciampa now. Take up... Have him take up the mantle of yelling, Puppet Master! Which I actually really like. I don't think he's going to say that. They should. He should, though. What if Alistair says it for him? Okay, yeah, that's fine. And then Alistair's actually the puppet master for Ricochet the whole time. You know what? I'd be into that. I, you know what? That sounds like some weird Clyde Barker shit that Alistair Black makes a lot of sense for. Yeah, he just lights his candles, he does a chant, and then he controls Ricochet. Ricochet becomes a uh, a Puma man. Wait, Ricochet becomes Puma King? Yes. Damn, they're bringing Puma King in? Alright, man, MLW's really losing everybody. Or what if he just becomes King from Tekken? That would be a good way to get around the Lucha Underground license. Yeah, think about it. It's instead of just wearing that Puma head that he would wear as uh, Prince Puma sometimes, it's just literally, that's his head now. Yep. He just Alistair Black uses black magic, and there you go. They have a pirate, so why not? And the sky's the limit. I hate this, John. This match was good. This match was really good. Champa's 
fucked. Champa's an asshole. Fuck that guy. But also, he won clean. Yeah, that's the weird thing. He actually didn't cheat. I mean, he tried to at one point. Of course he did. But he got punished for it. And then after that, he seemed to learn his lesson and be like, no, you know what? I'm a fucking win clean. And that's the fucking thing. And that's what I fucking love about this whole story to get back to it is that, like, again, think of how fucking brilliant and amazing this is of, like, they've literally completely switched roles. And, yeah, they're both evil, but, like, literally Gargano's doing all the Ciampa shit, and now Ciampa's doing, like, the I'm going to fucking win clean and nobly Gargano shit. I would say nobly, but he's manipulating them. He's manipulative and shitty, but, like, you know, he's also, like, he's winning clean. He won based on his own fucking skills there. Yes. True. He's still an evil dick and, like, the worst person ever. And don't get me wrong, he is the worst person ever. Yes. But he also, like, is the fucking... He's he's living up to that Ric Flair role of, like... He's a huge piece of shit that will fucking cheat just because he can and because fuck you. But he doesn't need to. He just does it because it's easy and he's he's lazy and because he can get away with it. And again, fuck you. Exactly. And that's like the most interesting and cool character to me. Fuck him. He's such a dick. Not a fan, but also a huge fan. Yeah, that's that's the hard part. Stop cheering him, you assholes. I will. I will never cheer him. No, never. He's he's too much of a heel. He's the bad one. Fuck fuck my cat. He's the bad one. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like it's hard to get like an actual like pure heel in in this day and age in wrestling. And again, as we've said before, especially in this fucking brand. Where it's like the smartest of smart fans who just like only care about work rate and your ability to play a character. And if you're a heel and you're really good at your job, they will fucking love you. Yeah, and that's. And he makes them hate him with a passion. That's the problem. Now they're cheering him, and I hate it. Yeah, well, he's got to do something. Like, you know who is the best pure heel in the WWE right now? Who's that? And you're gonna hate me saying it, but then and but you know I'm right. It's Baron Corbin. Go on. No, because you know you always go. Oh, I fucking hate him. I don't want to see him on TV. I just want to see him get his ass kicked. That's because he's the heel. That's, yeah, his, that's, true. that's his role. Like you don't like he's he's competent at his job, but also he's really good at being shitty and making you hate him. So he is actually the best heel because he works in this age with, you know, uh, the internet wrestling fans being a thing. It's true. So, yeah. Much as you hate it, Baron Corbin is the best pure heel in the WWE right now. But also, you know, I, I would say that in, in Baron Corbin's, you know, to Baron Corbin's credit or something, which maybe this is very, you know, maybe not because this is very backhanded. Like... Baron Corbin also has the benefit of uh, terrible writing on his side that makes everything worse. So it's like we're having to see him for, let's say, in an, one hour of a three-hour show. 
I think that adds to it. That's actually to his benefit. It's to his benefit, and he's making it work to him, to his credit. And again, again, I'm giving him credit for that. But again, it's not helping that it's like he's just doing the most insufferable, terrible things just because these writers don't have anything fucking else and just need to fill time. Mm -hmm. Speaking of filling time. Oh, boy. We're going to talk. Are you ready to talk for seven hours? Owen. I have two statements about the 2019 Royal Rumble. Yes. I think that this is probably the best Royal Rumble pay-per-view in years. Uh, last year? I think that last year, I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened aside from the two matches, the two Royal Rumble matches. I could tell you everything. Okay, then let's hear it. I, I was there, John. I was on TV. We had that Jason Jordan Seth Rollins tag match between the Rumbles. It was really bad. Yeah, that that's a real good selling point. We had that triple. Th- that's that's the thing, John. The matches between the Rumbles are always bad because they were they weren't bad this time too. I think that they were better, except for you know a couple that we'll be talking about. There were literally only two matches just between the Rumbles. You know, the ones before them, though. Yeah, yeah, those were fine. They were also good on the other show. Last year. Uh, uh, Alright, whatever. Again, you're not telling me a single one that I'm I'm feeling. Alright, let me let me take a look here. Let's... The point is that I'm getting at is that I think that overall this was a better show. But holy fuck, this was the longest thing ever. Yeah. Oh, dude. Wait, are you f- seven hours? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, uh, John, by the way, the matches before uh, the Rumbles were AJ Styles against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a handicap match. I didn't like that match. And the Usos against uh, Gable and Benjamin in a two out of three falls match. Eh. I like them. I enjoy, whatever, John. I enjoyed that rumble. Also, I was there, and I cheer for Drew Gulak. Yeah, because you're bad. I am bad. Guilty as charged. Die. Yeah, but yeah, John, this show was seven hours. It went it went started at five p.m. Eastern and ended at midnight. I was gonna go out to a bar to see this show, and I'm really glad that I was just feeling very tired and sick from staying up until six in the morning and just laid on my couch and watched it. Because what the fuck? Are you actually kidding me doing a seven-hour show? You know what? You know what the crazy part is? It was a seven-hour show. I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed all seven hours. That's the thing is I enjoyed it. It was, but even no, no wait, even hold so, on. correction. I enjoyed five of the hours. I enjoy like this thing is I enjoyed it, but I also spent a lot of it just being like, Jesus Christ, when will this fucking thing end? Well, like, mm-hmm. even the fucking women's match. It's like you know when it ended. It's like oh, this is like the endings of those fucking rumbles. They're they're exciting and fun and cool, but still, it's just like when is this fucking thing gonna end? Like. Come on, pick up the fucking pace here, guys. Let's go. Well, here's the thing that helped me with the with the uh, both rumbles is that, as I said last week, we were doing our uh, our lottery. 
So I was working on a spreadsheet the entire time, trying to track eliminations and stuff. So I had plenty of work to do during those two matches. It, it, by the way, it was really hard to keep track of the eliminations in the men's match because it got kind of weird in the middle. But I did it. And then when we get to those matches, I'll announce the winners. Why did it get weird, Owen? Because the ring started filling up, and then people were getting eliminated while people were entering the ring. It was weird. Oh, yeah, true. And Because that, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't need to track who got eliminated. I need to track who did the eliminating. And when you can't see it, it makes it very difficult to say, was it one person? Was it two people? If one person had someone on their back and they got hit and knocked them out, who gets that elimination? All right, enough about this thing I don't actually care about. But by the let's way, talk about the show. The answer is the person who had him on their back. But yes, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about JBL. Do we have to? JBL was on the pre-show. How do you feel? Not as bad as I felt about JBL being on the actual show. Oh, that's true. At least it was only one match. That lasted an hour. JBL, what else is there to say? Okay, let's talk about the astral card. Uh, John, let's put Ma- put Morrow on the show, you cowards. No, Morrow doesn't want to travel, except for Takeover. You, you know he He's was already there. You know he left. You know for a I fact know. he left after Takeover. I know. But John. He doesn't want to be anywhere near JBL. I get it. It's true. But, John, explain to me the first kickoff match. Because this wasn't announced ahead of time. Oh, it was a stupid tag match? Yeah, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable against Razor and Scott Dawson. I don't, fu- I don't fucking cover this shit anymore. You tell me. Why the fuck was this happening? I- also, why the fuck is Chad Gable just, like, child Bobby Roode now? Because... <clears throat> they couldn't think of anything better for him. That's why. Why are they still doing this? Why hasn't fucking Bobby Roode turned on him yet? Why isn't Bobby Roode a heel? Why isn't Bobby Roode a heel? Because he has a catchy theme song. The fuck? Also, this wasn't for the titles. No, this was for the potential opportunity for both teams to get a title match. If, and which, they, did, they didn't what? fucking win. Which what? John, they didn't win. No, in fact, Scott Dawson ate the pin. Yeah. Also, you know what Because the be- of course he did. You know what the best part of this match was? Nothing? No, there was one best part. It was during the entrance for Rude and Gable. Where the oh, ca- when the cameraman fell. <laughs> where the cameraman fell. Yeah, that part was pretty good. I was like, I, I'm very surprised it didn't cut away from that camera sooner. No, because they're, the, the truck was too busy laughing. They, they they couldn't press the button to change it. Yeah, it was good. So, um, I also want to bring up the, uh, the the baseball field layout. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was neat. Yeah, so... Um, they came the cool out. dugout entrance was cool. Yeah, it was a small screen on the dugout. It was I, I liked it. And the long screens on the side. Yeah. It was like kind of like the long screen on the side kind of reminiscent to like the actual stage, but like scaled down. 
They could have the crowd yeah. behind them. Yeah, it was it was very it was subdued certainly, but like I liked it. I thought it looked cool. Like I wouldn't mind a WrestleMania with a small stage and a big arena so you could have more people. I honestly I would say I and I feel weird about it, even weird about saying this. I wouldn't mind if they did a WrestleMania setup kind of like Super Showdown, like the very small limited stage and like that just cool, those cool big screens. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that, but they're not. Yeah, going like to th- for Mania. I mean, they're not. Obviously, Mania, they're going to go all the way the fuck out. Important, like, important question, John. I mean, shit, they built the fucking Brooklyn Bridge last time. John, important question about Mania this year. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna bring the Statue of Liberty back out? Probably. Yeah, that'd be funny. Like, yeah, it was in storage. We're just gonna use it again. Are they going to bring Diddy back out? No. They brought Kid Rock back out. They're gonna bring out a hologram of Diddy. Fuck. Rest in peace. He, he's They're not. Actually, br- he's not actually dead. <laughs> They're going to bring out a hologram of Tupac so that Biggie can kill him again. <laughs> Diddy can kill him again, rather. That was... I almost made that joke, but I'm like, that's too mean. And you just let have left it to me. Yep, exactly. You, you did your role. Good job. What the fuck else happened on this overly long show? Uh, that Nakamura-Rusev match happened, where, uh... Yeah, what? Yeah, Rusev defended his title, and by that I mean... He goaded Nakamura to have uh, Rusev hit Lana off the apron and mess up her ankle. And then he got kicked in the back of the head, and that was the match. Cool. But the title switch was weird, but the Lana thing was very important later. The Lana thing was very important, so I, I guess I get why they felt like they need to do this. But also... Fucking seriously, you just took the title off of Rusev yeah. for what? Well, let's hey John, let's let's talk about it. let's talk about SmackDown. Okay. Uh, knock. Like, here's the thing that I would say. Like, yeah, you know what? All right, I could see you taking the title off of Rusev if you're gonna like. I don't know, put him in the Elimination Chamber and be like, hey, we got this, people really love Rusev, they really love him as a babyface, and they love this Rusev Day shit, let's fucking go with this, let's put him against fucking Daniel Bryan. Hey, John. Like, they can do a whole thing about how Daniel, he beat Daniel Bryan in the summer. John. This is gonna be great. John. They're gonna do that, right, Owen? John. Yeah. What if instead they turned him heel? Wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> they turn Rusev heel on SmackDown, and he and he's teaming up with the guy who injured his wife. Not wait, what? Not two days ago, he's now partnered with Nakamura as a heel. Did you not watch what? This? No, I I know that like, I mean I know what happened. So on, let, let um, me let me let me run down what happened on SmackDown. Set this up for the people. So, R-Truth, who, spoilers, he did not get into the Rumble, because he got his spot taken from him. Because of that, he was granted a U.S. title match to kick off SmackDown. I don't know how that works, but sure. Like, he won the Mixed Match Challenge, and he didn't get his prize, so now he got a different prize. So, he fought Nakamura, and the weirdest thing happened. 
Did you not actually see the end of this match? Because it was weird. No, I didn't. I didn't see it. So, uh, Arch- I literally, I only know it because I saw the, uh, I saw the notification from the WWE app. Yeah, so they're having the match, and and R Truth uh, rolls up Nakamura, and uh, the referee counts one, two. Nakamura kicks out, but not kicking out with his shoulders, so the referee counts three. And the the referee goes to ring the bell, and Nakamura and Truth are continuing to fight because they think the match is still going on, and the referee's like, "No." I counted three. Our truth's the champion now. And they were very confused. It's as if that's not how the match was supposed to end. Huh. Yeah. And they, they showed a replay like, yeah, Nakamura's feet kicked, but his his shoulders are still on the mat when the referee counted three, so that that's how it works. Our truth won. In a weird fluky way, our truth became the US champion. And I, no one has told me if that is the plan or not. The way I see it, Truth was supposed to win that match. He was not supposed to win it that way. Yeah, that's what it seems like, is that Truth was totally going to win, but like, whoops, they they fucked it up and got it early. But you know what? With the way the R-Truth character is, that makes 100% sense. That he would win it in a fucked up way. Yeah, sure. So yeah, but but the thing is, it wasn't actually fucked up though. He just he just straight up won. Yeah, because Nakamura fucked up. So after that, Rusev came out and says, "No, I wanted I wanted to take the belt away from Nakamura because he was not worthy of that championship, and clearly you're not worthy of that championship. So now I want to I want a title shot. So we had a second U.S. title match." And R-Truth rolled up Rusev, and he pinned him, too. What? Yeah, he pinned Rusev, and he kept the belt. And after the match, Nakamura and Rusev both attacked Rusev. Or or both attacked R-Truth. Great. And the fact that they had Lana cheering them on was very weird. Great. And then... Later in the night, the Good Brothers showed up and says, that's fucked up what you guys did. Why don't you fight, you know, two people your own size? And also the fact that there's two of us. And Nakamura came in, accepted the match, and Arch- and uh, Rusev's response was, I'll team with you one time, but don't screw me over. Even- Do you screw him over? I-, I hope he screws him over because... I don't want Rusev to be a heel. Don't don't make this mistake again. Especially with Mania coming up. I don't like any of this. Yeah, I I, I like Truth being champion. I don't like anything else though. Weird. Eh. Do you want to talk about the the Cruiserweight Championship match? Sure. But Buddy Murphy defending against Akira Tozawa, Kalisto, and uh, the guy who used to be with the company? I have two statements that are not mutually exclusive about this match, Owen. Go for it. This match was fun because Buddy Murphy is really fucking good. 
it turns out. Yep. This match was not great because, yo, th- this match was not as good as the the three-way the three-way match that they had on 205 Live last week. It sure with wasn't. With three of the same people. Weird, right? Yeah. Maybe the problem was Buddy Murphy, or maybe the problem is it worked better with less people. No, I think the problem is more like, for one, I think Buddy Murphy's, well, I, I don't think the problem is Buddy Murphy, because Buddy Mur- everything Buddy Murphy did was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like, I feel like everybody just seemed more invested in the last match. It was a lot, like, it was a lot crazier, a lot more high-flying stuff, and a lot more, like, exciting things. I mean, fucking, you know, a t- a, for one, like, Atami played basically played this match by like not being involved as much as possible just like you know what you fuckers deal with it i'm gonna just hang out here and do nothing Mm -hmm. like which yeah that's good for his heel work and i understand it but it's just also kind of boring yeah i it also it's a cruiserweight match on the main roster so they don't put a lot of emphasis behind it it was a slower, not as exciting match with Buddy Murphy being like, as he ha- seemingly has been for a while, just being like, nah, fuck you. I'm just going to be like awesome and just like doing crazy fucking dives to the outside and throwing fucking V triggers left, right, and center. V trigger! Look at me. I'm Australian Kenny Omega. Yes. Kenny Omega not coming to WWE. Kenny Australia. I hate it. I gotta move on. We gotta talk about the main. And yeah, he won with uh he pinned a Tommy with Murphy's Law. And I you know, I will say I thought a Tommy looked really good in that uh in that match of from two of five last week. I thought he looked good in the match from two of five this week. Didn't look so great in that one. He looks pretty good in the unemployment line. Man. For 90 days, at least. Hey, John, you want to talk about the main card? No! I'm going to do it anyway, because we're talking about the man. Oh, right, yeah, no, this match is awesome. Yeah, the man took on Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This match is fantastic. Yeah, the man's came around and said, fuck you, Asuka, I can take you on. And Asuka was like, yeah, but I'm Asuka. Yeah, and what if I put you in the disarmor? What if I put you in the the Asuka lock and then do, like, the fucking cattle mutilation? But also, what if I do put you in the disarmor because I'm going to make you tap out to your own move? Yeah, you know, but she only did it after uh, Becky put her in the Asuka lock. No, she did it first. But oh, did she? Becky responded like, well, fuck you, here's the Asuka lock. Oh, I got the order wrong then. Right, yeah, that was the thing. Asuka did the disrespect first, and the man was like, no. Yeah, this match was great. Lots of, lots of great back and forth. Uh, Becky looked like a million bucks. I think the mo- this is the most legit Asuka's looked in a very long time. It was fucking awesome. I miss this Asuka so much. Yep, I hope I hope this is a sign of things to come for her title reign, which is continuing because she made Becky Lynch tap out. 
She sure did, because how are you not going to tap out to the super version of the Oscalock where she does fucking cattle mutilation? Yeah. It was neat, but also, what if Becky just passed out instead? I think there's no shame in you get fucked up by the super version. Yeah, I, 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 don't get me wrong, I agree. I just, I'm curious why they went with that instead of the pass out. I think it would be a, also. I also think it would be a lot easier to justify recovering from tapping out than yo. Know, you got passed out and like fucking yo. Know, she cut off your air and you couldn't breathe for a bit, and she made you go to sleep because of it. I feel like it would be at least in storyline a lot harder to or to justify. No, this person can wrestle again after they got choked out. No, it would have been great if if. I- after the 30th birthday came out, you cut to backstage and uh, someone's putting smelly salts under Becky's nose and then she just wakes up and just immediately runs out to the ring. It's like, oh, wrestling. Gotta go. It'd be too comical, but I still would have enjoyed it. But I, I, I do get it. I thought it was the match to finish was great and I'm okay with her tapping out because she was saving herself for later. Because we all knew it was coming. Oh, of course. And, we all wanted it. And here, here's a little secret. Sometimes, or most of the time even, predictable is not a bad thing. No, it's not. I mean, Jesus, remember when, you know, everybody figured out that Jericho was going to win that thing, so they made Sheamus win it instead? Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. So yeah, they, I'm glad that they followed through, because even if everyone saw it coming, we still wanted it. Speaking of things that were predictable, but actually kind of sucked. I, hey, you shut your mouth. The bar defending the SmackDown titles against The Miz and Shane McMahon was amazing. This match was whack. This match was great. This match was whack. The, the crowd is so behind Shane and Miz. It's it just... Uh... Come on. We don't, even, we don't even need to talk about the whole match. All we need to talk about is the finish, which is... I legitimately yelled holy shit out loud. I feel like the finish was the only thing I thought was really good in the match. I don't know. I, I like the, the double coast to coast. Eh, it was Okay. But Shane hitting a fucking shooting star press and not dying. He almost died. No, he, th- he got full rotation. That was amazing. He, I'm just saying, man, like, he came very close to not getting all the way on that. I don't know. It looked pretty clean to me, which is the most impressive part. It looked to me like he, if, if it was, if he had, like, a little less time, like, he was very close to not getting the full rotation, then he just gets it at the end. Yeah. Which, hey, no, he still got it. He did better than I ever would have done with that. But I, I just watched it like, oh, yeah, wow, dude. You were you played it real close with that one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it's still super impressive he got it. And they made the right decision. They're the champs. And you know what? Don't don't split them up. Let, let, them, let them roll with this for a while. I like it. This what... Why are they doing this again? Because 
people like Shane McMahon and The Miz. Is this just such a very strange thing? It's strange, but I'm into it. It's weird. It's fun. Also, did you... Again, you didn't watch SmackDown, but when they came out, the crowd first chanted for Shane. And, you know, the Shane was like, yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. And then immediately after that, the the entire crowd shifted the chant for The Miz. They chanted for both of them equally. They're both super over. All right. And... This the segment on SmackDown. I was super on edge the entire time, which I think is the point. Because Shane's like, I, I, have, I have a big surprise for you, you know, because we won. The first thing you did was have a video package about their whole thing about coming together as a team, and up to them winning the belts. And then afterward, he welcomed out the Miz's dad, who came out and told Miz that he loves him and that he's proud of him. And they hugged. And the crowd chanted Mr. Miz. It was mm. it was a sweet touching moment. And Shane was, you know, all happy in the background. And I was waiting for him to totally attack the Miz's dad, but he didn't. And that's what I like, because you know, it's real happy, feel good moment. But also in the back of your head, you're like, at any moment, they're gonna do the thing where they screw each other over. And I don't know which one of them is going to do it. And it's going to break my heart when it happens. Because I love this team. Alright then. It's good. It's compelling. It's fun. And I hope they are they stay friends forever. Nah, it's okay. Uh, then after that we had uh, the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey against Sasha Banks. Smash was surprisingly very good. I can't believe it was that good. I know. It's as if Sasha Banks is actually a good wrestler. She's just underutilized and lazy when she's not motivated. It's as if they don't give her reason to be motivated. It's true. But until this uh, tag title thing happens. But hey, they gave her reason to be motivated by putting her against fucking Ronda and dragging a fucking good ass match out of her. Although I will say that, like, Rhonda did show some fucking... Yeah, she put in the work. She put she put in the work. I mean, that fucking Three Amigos spot, I gotta admit. That was such a heel move. That was so fucked, and so fucked in, like, the perfect way of, like, just a complete... You know, first, the you know, yelling at the crowd about how, like, they're fucking chanting, you can't wrestle at her. Mm-hmm. And then... She does the fucking suplex, and, like, there's a brief second where it's, like, there's a pause, and you're like, wait, she's not gonna fucking do it. And then she goes into the second one without fucking letting go, and you're just like, Mm -hmm. oh, motherfucker. Like, you're doing, like, actual wrestling from, like, the person that we like does, and then you realize, oh, wait, that's also Sasha's favorite wrestler ever. Yep, that I knew. I I figured that out instantly, and I'm like, that is fucked. Yep, it's so perfect. You know what the best part is? Mm-hmm. This isn't the only time that happened this week, because on SmackDown, Rey Mysterio came out and was saying, "Oh yeah, get ready for his match with Andrade Day," because of the whole you know getting screwed out of the two out of three falls match last week. 
And Zelina comes out to say, you got me banned from ringside last week, fuck you. And while she's doing that, Andrade attacked him from behind and hit him with three amigos. Sure. Because, you know, he is the, uh, because Eddie was, uh, Dominic Scott's uh, father. Because Eddie is in hell. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. It, that is canon. And apparently Andrade sent him there. No, Randy did. Well, Andrade is reminding us that he's that. Yeah, there. Andrade's just keeping him there. Yes, he's the, he's the gatekeeper. But yeah, he, him doing the three amigos to Ray was super fucked, and I I appreciate it. They did it twice, and it was upsetting both times. The worst part was after that happened, the uh, the Spanish WWE Twitter account wrote. When it was a screenshot of Andrade standing over Ray, they tweeted out, Viva La Raza. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's real good. It's really it's good. Up. It's really good. It's really fucked up. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, that match was really great. Yeah. I also like that Sasha didn't tap out. Yep, she, had, she won with the uh, Piper's Pit. Which, you know, I will say that, like, it's still very clear how limited Ronda's moveset is. Mm-hmm. Like, she's pretty much five moves of doom. You know what I don't like of hers? What? Is those judo throws where she keeps holding onto the arm. Yeah. That's, that's gonna, that's gonna, she's gonna fuck up uh, Sasha's arm. Yeah, it's like, I, I get it. I, I totally get it, and, like, it, it's a smart thing that they're doing, but, like, I, they just don't look good enough no, to justify No, they look good. Them, I think. It just looks too good, because it looks like she's legitimately going to pop her arm out of her socket. I don't know. For me, I, I just feel like, yeah, they don't look good enough to justify the fact that, yeah, she might legitimately pop her arm out of her socket because it's real as shit. Yeah, which is weird. I wonder how Alexa had the arm injury that she had. Yeah, Yeah. like, I guess I'm just trying to say, like, you know, look, sometimes there's, sometimes it's okay to make it a little more showy. It's wrestling. Mm Mm-hmm. Indeed. But yeah, Ronda won because, of course, she had to win because of the match that happened after. Yeah. Which also, I want to you know point out. I want to give. Ronda was like, "Hey, I love you. Let's be friends." And Sasha was like, "Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, four. That, that's got to be a setup for SummerSlam, I think. That's got to be the SummerSlam match. And then Ronda was all like, "Yeah, you just used it as a branding thing. Unlike us, who totally didn't use it as a branding thing." Yeah. Okay. But John, I, before we get to the next what? match, I want to give the uh, the booking credit for putting the two title matches before the Rumble and then doing the same thing for the men. I liked it. Yeah. Because then the cha- then the Rumble I didn't winner. Even, I didn't even pick up on that. That's cool. Yeah, I, I picked up on that instantly. I'm like, oh, th- yeah, because they're doing the Rumble because they had the two title matches. Then the men are going to have their two title matches, and then the Rumble winner will know who they're fighting. Or what their options will be. So yeah, after that we had the women's 30-person Royal Rumble. 
John? It was very long. Well, yeah, it's a Royal Rumble, but also, you know what was really long? What's that? Lacey Evans being in that match. Jesus Christ, yeah. She was in too long. And, and you know, this speaking as someone who had her as one of my entrants in our lottery, even I was like, I appreciate the time you're giving me in this lottery, but also you're not doing great. You're kind of floundering in there and not hitting your spots. So leave. Yeah, it, it was. I look, I appreciate them trying to give her like a big showing for her first like main roster thing. But yeah, she didn't look great. Like aside from, you know, her getting all in Charlotte's face and like I think with Spandex really nailed it with their fucking just juxtaposing it with the picture of Spider-Man pointing it at Spider-Man. Yep. It's quite good. Like fucking perfect. But like, yeah, she just didn't really do that much, I don't think. Yeah. It's a shame. Except like remind me that like I feel like there's a bunch of people on that show who do something similar but do it better. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to talk about from this match is that surprise entrant at number 19 was Casey Catanzaro. Yeah. Who hasn't even made her NXT debut. Yo, she's... Look, man, I, I'm going to just say it. Her and Naomi, like... They they did the Kofi spot way better than Kofi did either of his Kofi spots this year. Agreed. Absolutely. Like, Naomi, like, that jump that she did, like, I literally screamed holy shit when she made that. Like, I can't believe that, you know, and yeah, I know it's similar to when, like, Kofi did something, like, similar of jumping from the barricade to the to back to the ring. But also, but, like, that, that, that uh, barricade was very wobbly. And and also, more importantly, Kofi was able to get a running leap off of that. Yes. She had to go, she had to walk across that wobbly thing and then jump from a cor- from a slanted corner or curved corner. Uh-huh. Like, that was a much harder gap to clear, I think. And holy shit, she fucking I couldn't believe off. she made it. I'm like, that's too far. Yeah, I didn't think it, it was possible for her to do it. She made it look easy. Yeah. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. And that's not even getting to fucking Casey's fucking amazing move. Oh, that was so good. Where she landed on the floor, but also she kept her feet up, walked over to the to the uh, the barricade to set herself up to do a handstand walk over to the... See, she could have just went over to the apron and been fine, but instead she wrapped her... She could have just, like, hopped on one foot and been fine. Or, you know, even just put her feet on the apron and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I can pull myself up. It's- no, I'm going to handstand and I'm going to, like, get to the fucking ring post and then, holy shit. Yeah, wrap her legs around the ring post and then crunch herself up to, to like, get to be able to grab onto it like a, like a monkey. Like, what? What the fuck? The core strength you have to be able to pull that off is ridiculous. That was incredible. And not only that, like, she also got to show off her flashy moves in the ring. Yeah. Like, her, like, kind of corkscrew head scissors off of the rope when she came in was cool. The spinning around Rhea Ripley a bunch before she got thrown out of the ring was cool. Mm-hmm. This was great. This was a great showcase for her. They need to get her onto NXT now. 
Like, this was, like, people are buzzing about her, and not just because of the Ninja Warrior stuff, because she was, like, showcased very well in this match. Yeah, because she was awesome. And that's why she was almost a winner in our awards. Why well, I pushed hard for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? The Rhea Ripley also, you know, I, sp- I talked about her eliminating Casey, but she was a badass in this match, too. She looked real good. Just you know, showing off her strength, just beating the shit out of everyone. It was awesome. Candace looked really good too. Yeah, Candace was great. Uh, Candace LeRae, that is. Yes. Uh, Zia Lee was fine. Yeah, I think Zia Lee looked. I thought she looked good, and I really enjoyed her. I I do agree with the the comments that people have made though of. Yeah, maybe pairing her up with Naya as, like, the person she was going to do a lot of her big moves on. Maybe not the right call. They gave Io Shirai a good, you know, person to work with, with her doing that uh, jump off the top rope onto the Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. That was good. And the way that they brought in Io was so perfect. Yes, to defend uh, Kyrie. Speaking of perfect... Fucking Kyrie running down the fucking ramp while looking through the spyglass. As you do. Why is she the best? You know who is not the best? Who's that? Uh, Marie Canellis. She was the biggest disappointment. Well, why do you say that? She just didn't do anything. And then this, the, psych, the, the hat thing with Alicia Fox just didn't work. It was, it just... I thought she was okay. I thought the hat thing was the hat thing was very strange though. Yeah, I I, I want if you're gonna do a goopy spot, you know, go all the way, which is what they did with Selena Vega, with her hiding under the ring, and then horse Selena spot. Yeah. I I don't know how I feel about the Selena spot. I liked it. I thought it was funny, and it didn't do any harm. Like it didn't. It didn't do any harm. It's just like, oh, really? We're bringing back Hornswoggle for just, a gimmick? Okay. It was a one-time thing. It's fun. And, you know, the other good part was her, like, continually, like, showing up under the ring, looking at the camera going, ha-ha, I'm so smart. And also laughing at people when they get eliminated. It was good. And also her entrance. Yes. Where, you know, Selena Vega being Vega... From Street Fighter. Just come, please come out as Vega all the time. Did you see her uh, her cosplay a few weeks ago with the Andrade? Yes. Yes, uh, I did. The King Rocket one? Yes, yeah. I did. It's so good. She also cosplayed at the Mortal Kombat uh, reveal event, too. Of course she did. She's great. She's such a nerd, and I love it. Um, but yeah, the Horse Woggle... Sh- Came out of the ring as behind the, under the ring as well and messed with her and got her eliminated. It was fun. I liked it. But of course, Lana came out at number twenty eight with the injury, and the crowd chanted for Becky. And the best part is we didn't get it right away. Instead, no, instead we got Naya. Yeah, Naya came out of 29 and says, hey, I'm going to you know, attack you because I'm an asshole. Hey, fuck Lana. Yep. And Carmella actually got to come out and have her spot. And, you know, actually did well in the match, which was nice. She moonwalked. Yep. And then, uh, this is the best part. Becky came out 
to uh, you know to see what's up with uh, with Lana and see clearly she can't go. And she talks to Fit Finley and asks him for permission to get into the match. John? Yes. This is an Irish conspiracy. They were in on this. This is true. They were in on this together. This is true. It's fucked up. Fit Finley is totally to blame. This is true. What the fuck? So is the Irish. Fit Finley should have gave her a shillelagh. He says, do the job. Why didn't Fit Finley do anything about Hornswoggle? He, he, they figured out that he's not actually his son. No, oh, no, wait, wait, was, it was, was he? I don't remember how the storyline ended. No, because he's Vince McMahon's son. No, I thought, I thought it was Vince McMahon's son. Was it, or did it find out that that was a, I don't, I don't know what is happening. I don't want to think about that storyline, thank you very much. He's also the Raw General Manager. <sighs> the, the point is, Becky came in, it was between her and Charlotte, could, and it, it was perfect because you could very much believe Charlotte winning this match. But Especially after Nia fucked up her, her knee. Yeah. Which kind of telegraphed uh, that Becky was going to win, but also gave... Yeah, but, but also, I still totally bought yeah. it for a bit there of, man, they're really going to fucking do this, aren't they? That's what I was going to say. It also gave an excuse for Charlotte to win. But luckily, they had Becky get the victory, and it was the best. And then on Raw, she came out and challenged Ronda. And Ronda tried to cut a promo, and then she got... Did you see this promo with Ronda? Yes. Where she just could not say words properly? Nope. And then Becky had to come out and say, okay... You're you're not doing this for no. Actually, it wasn't Becky. It was uh. It's Bailey. Bailey. Bailey came out. I was like, yeah, okay, listen. Yeah, Bailey had to came, come and bail her out. Yeah, she Bailey. Ah, uh, fuck you. Yeah, how fucked up this was, John. How fucked up was it? This was supposed to be Rhonda issuing an open challenge, and she didn't even get to that part. And Bailey came out, and the commentary had to fill in the blanks. Jesus. Because she never said open challenge, because she couldn't get through her fucking promo. Oh my god. But then after that, Becky came out and says, fuck you, I'm I'm the champ now. You Give me my belt. Fuck you, I'm the king. Her actual words were, yeah, after the Survivor Series stuff... And me getting injured, you didn't come seek out me to prove that you're the, the baddest woman on the planet. So instead, I'm coming to you to prove that you're not. Hooray! Yeah, that's this is going to be the main event of WrestleMania. Sure is. Well, no, it will it, be. It is. Well... John, it, it's ending the show. It has to end the show. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's en- I'm just saying... It's ending it's- the show, John. And they're going to add Charlotte. No, they're not. They're going to add Charlotte. Please, for the love of God, don't. I I've heard I agree this. with you. I don't want them to. I think it would be really stupid if they did. But 
I fully believe the room, everything that they say of yeah. they see this, they see this, the first ever main events with women as an accolade, and they want Charlotte to have that accolade. Hear me out, John. They have a match at either Fastlane or Elimination Chamber, with Charlotte having an opportunity to get into this match, and she fucking loses. I want it too. I I would. I think. I honestly believe that they should do Charlotte Oscar too. Yeah, do it. I mean, who else is going to challenge Oscar? I think they should totally do it. Like literally, no. Tell me, who else on the SmackDown roster would challenge Oscar besides Charlotte? Naomi. No. She's got Mandy Rose problems. Sonya Deville. No, she's in that. Did Did you see that segment? No. Where they had Mandy Rose backstage explain why she hates Naomi so much. No. And it's and what they did they showed up they showed footage from that Tough Enough season, where Naomi showed up as a guest, and had a yeah is there a Nia or a Tamina do a splash on her to humiliate her. And Sonya explains, yeah, after that, Mandy was never the same again, and. She was so distraught that her boyfriend broke up with her. So now she has to ruin uh, Naomi's relationship in return. What? It was so fucking convoluted and stupid. What? (laughs) So Naomi broke up her marriage? Her marriage? It wasn't a marriage. It was was boyfriend-girlfriend. Relationship? Whatever. Relationship? Yes. Uh, What? Yes. It's so stupid. I love it. It doesn't make any sense. I need an adult. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Becky needs to, uh, Becky needs to go one-on-one main event. Anyway, let's talk about a horrible match. No, first I just want to let you know that, uh, we had our rumble lottery and, uh, it was between you, me, our buddy Trace uh, Michael, who does our hot takes on the website, and our former uh, video contributor, Ryan. And, uh, he, he ended up having Becky Lynch in in the lottery, so he won that. I won for, uh, most eliminations, with my team having 11. And I had the most time in the match, with 2 hours, 20 minutes, and 50 seconds. I will have the breakdown of all this on the website, p- probably on Friday. So look out for that. You can continue, John. It just tells Dan Bryan was really fucking bad. Yeah, because he was in a spot to die. It was too long. It was way too long. It was so fucking long, and just and like the show was running long. So, uh. and just like. It was so fucking long. It was really repetitive. Like, they just kind of went back to the, you know, and I get it, the whole thing was it was, you know, a, a match about, like, fucking mat wrestling. It was, a, it was a wrestling-based match. But, like, it was still, like, they went to the well a bunch of times on the same, like, oh, I'm going to do the LaBelle walk. I'm going to do the calf crusher. I'm going to do the LaBelle walk again. I, now I'm going to do the calf crusher again. Like they did that whole bunch and the whole, they told a whole story about like working limbs and doing all this shit. 
and like only to fucking end like at base after 25 minutes by oh whoops here's an accidental ref bump and then Eric Rowan who's been just Excuse randomly me, hanging just out Rowan. at ringside for fucking five minutes for goddamn some reason I'm pretty sure they called him Eric Rowan well they referred to him at other times just as Rowan he's just point is Here's fucking Rowan at ringside for some reason, and then we're just gonna wait five minutes for like, whoops, here's an accidental red bu- ref bump, and then Rowan cost styles the match. Fucking listen, John. He Rowan cares about the environment. He's a vintner and he's an intellectual. And fuck AJ Styles. Did they explain any of this on SmackDown? Oh yeah. When they oh, debuted oh, the new belt. That's really cool. Yes, John, and also no to that belt. That belt is amazing. That belt is amazingly horrible, and I hate it. That belt... It's perfect. As someone, as one of my friends put it, that belt looks like... That belt looks like the kind of jewelry that your aunt in Arizona makes. Yeah, exactly. I fucking hate it. I love it so much. Those that tur- The turquoise stones in the fucking... In the fucking underline... It's so amazingly, perfectly, terribly, I hate terrible, it. I know, I incredible. Hate it. I love it. No, John, it's perfect. I fucking hate it. It's so, it's perfect and I hate it. Ugh. Yeah, bro. It's the most beautiful thing ever created. I kind of want a replica. I, I, I don't. I want it to go away. But, John, so let me explain what happened on SmackDown. Brian welcomed out Rowan. And by the way, Rowan is back to his old you know, singles music. And they have his name on the, the Tron. With the weird the weird calliope thing? Yes. Jesus. But John, they have his name on the, the Tron, right? They replaced the O in his name with the recycle symbol. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. And he comes out and he says, that's the thing. Or like, Rowan, over here, he is actually an intellectual. He actually, like, wants to make a difference in the environment. You know, he doesn't, he's a, he's more intellectual than all of you. He actually listens to me and he's doing whatever it takes to better the environment, which means getting rid of AJ Styles. But he had a lot of explanation for Rowan. And Rowan also came out with a bag. And Danny Bryan took the belt. He explained that, you know, he is a hypocrite because he has his leather belt. And then he went on this whole story about a cow named Daisy that lost his life for the belt. And he's like, fuck this. Threw it in the trash. Revealed this new belt. And I hate it. I will say, though, I enjoyed AJ Styles' line when he came out. You, You know what he said? What did he say, Owen? He said, because uh, he looked at us like, what the hell is up with that belt? Did you, did you smoke the prototype of that belt when you came up with that? <laughs> okay, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Actually, I, I do. I, the one thing I do know is that Daniel Bryan did mention that the belt was made out of hemp. So, yeah, yeah okay. Yes, it, it, it's a hemp belt with with oak plates, and I hate it. And then uh, th- and turquoise stones. I hate it. The, the segment ended up with everyone that's in the chamber coming out and arguing, and they set up the chamber. 
Hooray! It's going to be those two, Orton, Joe, Hardy, and Mustafa Ali. It'll be a good match. So, AJ again? What? I mean, it's either AJ or Ali at, Man- at Mania. And I feel like... This- Damn, that would be fucking crazy to put Mustafa Ali in a WWE Championship match. That'd be great, but also, John, this is the chamber for the championship. Brian's in it, too. Oh, this isn't determining no, who's challenging no, him. No, Fastlane will do that. This is a title oh, match. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yes. Never mind. Yes. This All is- right, then, yeah, Daniel Bryan's winning. I, Clearly. I hope not. I don't want him to... Listen, John, I explained this to people on Tuesday. You don't want to have that belt at WrestleMania. This is the biggest prize in the company. You do not want to have the WrestleMania moment... Be whoever wins that match to hold up that belt. That belt fucking sucks. Well, yeah, because it's not going to be the WrestleMania moment because Brock Lesnar losing is going to be. Yeah, but it's still the WWE Championship. You you can't have it be it's that. It's the belt. B Show. I know, but it's still a one of their World Championships. They cannot have it be that belt at WrestleMania. It'll be that belt at WrestleMania. It can't. It'll no, it, it, well, I'm going to tell you, it can't be. It's, it's so bad. It will be, and I'm so excited for it. Oh, I hate it. This is the worst thing since... It's so good. It's so good. It's the ultimate heel move. That's what makes it so uh, good. I, I, I just can't. I legitimately can't let that happen. I'm rooting for literally anyone to win that belt. Oh, what if they win the belt and they're like, yeah, I, you know what? I kind of like it. No, no, that's the problem, John. If someone else wins the championship at WrestleMania, their WrestleMania moment will be holding up that belt. And then they get oak plates. No. God, I hate it. Can we talk about Brock Lesnar and Finn Balor? This is a really good match. Yeah, Finn, Finn got all the offense and Brock Lesnar said, I'm Brock Lesnar and choke you the fuck out. I'm going to throw you a bunch. Suplexity. And, yo, he fucking won with the Kimura. When's the fucking last time that happened? A long time. It was like Triple H, right? I, that's, I was going to say, it's probably Triple H. But yeah, it's because the F5s were not getting the job done, so he had to pull out a different move. I mean, he just couldn't even get a single F5 in. Exactly. It was It was great. Yeah, no, they told a really good fucking story with this, and they made, like, it was, and it was actually interesting, because it was, like, a different, like, this was very different from, like, the past two, like, David versus Goliath matches that they've done, where it's very much like, here's Brock just beating the fucking shit out of AJ Styles for a little bit, and then, you know, here's him beating the shit out of Daniel Bryan even more, Mm -hmm. but it's also better Daniel Bryan's better than AJ Styles, let's be honest. Uh, but, like, Correct. yeah, here they here they had fucking, like, it was basically Finn Balor was in the driver's seat. Like, no, I know you, motherfucker. I'm going to just trigger your diverticulitis and, like, that was smart. we're going to go. Because my whole thing is I stomp on your stomach. That was so smart. I love that. Here's the question, though. Hear me out, John. Mm-hmm. What if this sets up a rematch at Fastlane? But it's Finn the the Demon. And he wins the championship. 
I don't see it. But what if instead of Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar, we get Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor? That is a match I'm much more interested in. It's a match that I'm much more interested in. I agree with you. It's also not a WrestleMania match. Could be. That's Owen. Owen, look at me. I'm, I'm looking at you. That's a backlash match, and you know it. Uh, right. That's a Seth Rollins's first challenger but jo- match. No, but John, listen, it could. They could play it up as it's a rematch of the first Universal Championship match. Remember, we Not saw for that. WrestleMania. I know we did. They d- they don't like to acknowledge that happening. No, but then they can do the spot where Seth Rollins buckle bombs him into the corner. They could do the <laughs> spot where we chant about how the belt sucks. I mean, we it's in the same city, so yeah, we could. It's not in the same city. WrestleMania is in New York. SummerSlam was in New York. SummerSlam was in Brooklyn. Same thing. WrestleMania, WrestleMania is in New Jersey. Whatever. It's close. It's, it's the same fucking thing. Come on. Don't call me New Jersey. No, that's not, that's Oscar's job. Point is, that's my. I, Can we not talk about this pay per view anymore? One more match. We're wrestling. The men's Royal Rumble match happened, John. It was fine. Yeah, d- d- what about Jeff Jarrett? Uh, really? J A double I was not pleased. But he did a same with Elias. I was not pleased. Elias threw him out, and now Elias is a heel. I I really liked when Elias was screaming about how he's com- how he's been compared to him all his life. Yeah. That was really funny. It was really good. Also, did you know that Jeff Jarrett showed up again on Raw? I did know. And I heard, I did hear about what happened on Raw and how he and Road Dog tried to sing with my baby tonight and clearly didn't know any of the fucking words. No, no, no that's not the thing that happened. They knew the words. Road Dog held the microphone up to Renee and Renee did not know the words. Oh. And Corey Graves and Michael Cole gave her shit for a while because she, like, no, I know the girl part. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know the I don't know the male part of the song. It was, it was fucked up. It was, they shouldn't have put Renee on the spot like that. But also, that's not the important part of the I segment. I feel like I feel like Road Dog did it because he knew he didn't know the words either. It's yeah, probably. But John, that's not the important part. You know what the important part is? Yes, Owen. It, Jeff Jarrett, when he came out, when he said to Elias, he said, "Listen up, slap nuts." I can't believe he did that. He fucking said slap nuts. I can't believe he said slap nuts. Yeah. In 20 goddamn 19. Yeah. It's a combination of all his characters. It's, it's terrible. Oh, uh, man. But he didn't slap the nuts, so. No, he didn't have his guitar. It's his slap nuts on it. Oh, shit. That's going to be a match, isn't it? 
They're gonna have yep. Jared and face uh, Elias in a Katara pole match. Welcome to Dio. And oh god, that that that's gonna be on a Raw. That can't be a pay per view. I could see it being like an elimination chamber kickoff. Uh, I hate it. In the same way that remember when the fucking New Age Outlaws beat fucking Goldust and Cody for the tag titles? Uh huh. I remember. I remember. Because they were the champions at the Rumble that I went to yep. back in 2015. Anyway, to, to move things along, uh, the other important thing that happened in the men's match is uh, R-Truth came out, as we mentioned before, and got wrecked by Nia Jax, who entered the match. What? And the craziest thing happened, John. She threw out What's Mustafa that? Ali, and then did. a bunch of the men says, why don't we beat the shit out of her because she's in this match? It's like, well, she's fighting us, and this is a match about fighting people, so okay, let's just all hit our finishers. Yeah, that was great. Then we got a super kick from, what's his name? Dolph Ziggler. This is so bad I forgot his name. Fair. Uh, and then we got 619. the 619 from Ray, and then we got the RKO. Yeah, they did offensive moves on a female wrestler for the first time in, like, forever. Yeah. And it, you know what? A lot of people were talking positively about it, myself included. Yeah. This is great. It, it was it was cool. Yeah. But Nia, Nia looked like a threat. She looked like she could legitimately fuck him up. Let's do intergender wrestling. Let's go. But not the way they seem to want to be doing it right now, which is they want to make Dean Ambrose look like a fucking joke before he pieces out. How about instead they actually just, like, make Dean Ambrose hesitant to do it, and then he just finally snaps his final fucking fight you, and then has a good match. Crazy, I know. Yeah, I know. Dean Ambrose having a good match? Bang. That's rude. Not wrong, but rude. No, Bobby Rude is not going to have a good match either. <sighs> anyway, Seth Rollins was the number 10 entrant. He won the match. He eliminated Z- the Bing Bong last. He did the redacted spot. The The Johnson failure... Wait, what was the redacted spot? You did a thing that redacted it in the 2004 Royal Rumble that I also attended, where he was on the outside and then he did the uh, he grabbed the person and carried and pulled them over the top rope. Oh yeah, that one. Hmm? Yeah, that was the first time that happened. Was redacted. So yeah, Seth Rollins won. The Alistair Black showed up. That too. As did. The Jonathan failure takeover Gano. Yeah, and so did the Pete Dunn. The the feral child that likes to eat the belt. He he broke some fingers. He broke Alistair's fingers, was, and then Alistair relocated his finger. That I was fucking. Like that. that was fucking wild. I did not like that. <laughs> oh, I I I was okay with it. 
I mean, I was okay. I thought it was a really great spot, but in terms of things that I want to see, I did not like that. Nope. But yeah, Seth Rollins won as we all predicted, and uh, and it was fine. And he's challenging the 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 Burke Laser Man again. It was a it was a cool match, and I enjoyed it. And God damn, I wish it was shorter. Uh, no, you, which is no, that's not interesting. No, which is hard to say no. about a thing that was way shorter than the women's match. John, you did not wish it was shorter. You wished the pay per view was shorter. I wish every match was shorter. Not not the two women's title matches. Those were a good length. Yeah. Anyway, even they could have lost a couple minutes. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's it for the the Royal Rumble. The only other thing from the main roster I want to quickly mention is that they're setting up the women's elimination chamber. Uh, Nia Jax and Tamina qualified on Raw. The Riot Squad qualified on Raw, which I, apparently they're going by Freebird rules, so who knows which two will be in. Sure. And uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose on SmackDown declared themselves for the match, and they were put in. And as Sasha said, declared? Yeah, SmackDown works differently. I don't know. We'll figure out how they deal with the other two entrants for... Uh, for SmackDown. But Raw has one more spot, and clearly it's going to be Sasha and Bailey. Since they're going to win the belts. Or not. They might not win the belts, and they'll save that for WrestleMania, but we'll see. Nah, they're going to win the belts. Yeah, probably. Anywho, that's... Hear me out here. All four horsewomen have belts at Mania. And I'm saying that as someone that never wants Charlotte to beat Asuka again. So you end the, you end Mania after uh, Becky wins with all four coming out and doing the, holding their belts and doing the four symbol. Yep. And then getting attacked by Ronda and the other crew. Well, maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or they don't get attacked and they just celebrate over Ronda's dead body. No, I think the attack would really be cr- crazy. And then Rhonda's dumb friends just bullet club her to death the next night. No, they're not going to do that. Come on. I want to see Shayna bullet club her and be like, fuck you, Finn. I'm AJ Styles now. No, I want Shayna to attack Finn. No. And say, fuck you. I, I run the Balor Club now. Man, leave Finn alone. Eh. He's a good boy. John, quickly uh, tell me your thoughts on NXT UK. No. I like Walter. Yeah? That's about it. What about the, the Feral Man? He's he's good. He wasn't on this week. Oh. Was Walter on? Yeah. He wrestled? Walter had his debut match. Did he fuck up somebody? Yes! Holy shit, you should have seen that guy's chest. Yeah, Walter is... That's Walter. I, yeah, remember how Daniel Bryan looked after the Greatest Royal Rumble? Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, I believe it. Walter is a, is a monster. Walter's fucked. Cool. I like Walter. I can't wait for him to take the belt from Pete Dunn. Some people came up to Walter and were like, Hey man, if you need anybody to need you back, we're your friend. I'm your friend. 
<laughs> like he needs someone to watch his back. Yeah, Walter just walked away. Oh, he should have killed them. That's cool. I don't know. That's yeah, fun. that's about it. That's all I really have to say about NXT UK. Oh, it's a long episode. So that's all I need. I just need my Walter time. So I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Walter was there. Every the, the the Zach Gibson cut a promo. Hold on. Wait. Here I got my shoe. Ginny was there. I don't really care. Oh, we saw Ginny wrestle before. She's cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's granted. I'm I'm still very much figuring out what the show is and who these people are. But there's just there's a lot of fucking matches on the show mm-hmm. and a lot of things going on a lot of the time. It's just it's just I I don't know. It's not grabbing me really. That's understandable. There's just there's a lot of people to get used to. There's like fucking Bomber Dave Mastiff and Ginny and these other people. It's like it, it just it's. It's weird because it feels like there's middle ground between, like, 205 and NXT of, like, they have a bunch of characters, they have a bunch of things going on, but it doesn't really feel like they have stories. I think they're working on getting to that point. They're just trying to introduce these characters and then build stories once people are more familiar with them. I just, I hope they get there soon because it's like, I feel like, I don't know if, you know, granted NXT has been doing a lot more and going a lot longer, but, like, I feel like NXT is good at, like, constantly having, like, new stories there and constantly ha- having things other than just, like, we're wrestling because we wrestle. I feel like they'll get to that point. They just need to keep getting their footing. And then 205 is basically just... Wrestling. Everything... Wrestling, but also everything bad about WWE programming, if I'm being honest. No, I get it. Like... You know, and here's the last thing that I'll leave you, and then we're ending this episode, uh-huh. is last week on 205 Live, we had the Lucha House, the series stories involving the Lucha House Party, uh, Humberto Carrillo, and Drew Gulak and, and Jack Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Um, God, who else was it? Uh, uh, Hideo and Buddy Murphy and uh, Tozawa with Brian Kendrick, and, uh, you know, Divari with Hideo, and, uh, you know, again, Lucha House Party. Mm-hmm. And this week on, on 205 Live, the exact same fucking people, except replace Humberto with Mike and Maria Canellis. Well, this is starting to sound like main event, and that's not a good thing. Yeah. It's just... The exact thing of just like, oh, well, I'm just seeing the exact same fucking people every week. Cool. That sucks. Well, good luck next week, because we'll be talking more in depth about it, since we won't have two pay-per-views to cover. Hooray! Speaking of that, that's the end of the show. Another long episode. Whoops. But again, John, it it was an important week. It was the Royal Rumble. We'll be back to normal next week. But that cat is asleep, and so should I. That has been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. Uh, yep, we do this live every Wednesday around 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ozone online. You can also. This is the part I'm supposed to say, but I don't even remember what I'm supposed to say anymore. No, Maybe I'll remember sometime. Yeah. You'll get back into swing of things. You were gone for a while. Uh, you check out ProWrestling.cool. It's a website. 
We got news features. You can get the podcasts there. Uh, you can also get the podcasts uh, on your iTunes or your Google Plays or on Spotify, as well as Zonecast.com. Subscribe, comments, rate, all that fancy stuff. Um, social media, Facebook, search for ProWrestling.Cool or go to Facebook.com slash PWDOTC. Twitter is at the Hill Turn and at PWDOTC. Um, John, social media? At I am John GM. I'm on Twitter at the underscore ozone and Owen Douglas with two S's on TikTok. Is, is, is that it? We done? Stop talking so I can join my cat and going to sleep. Me too. I'll join you and your cat for sleep. And when we wake up... Wait, what? Don't worry about it. And when we wake up, it'll be next Wednesday with another live, exciting episode of Heel Turn. So until then... Wait, does that mean I don't have to go to work? Yes, we're sleeping for a whole week. Oh, sick. Yes, we're, we're both very sick. Call in to work now. Can't get better from this. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.